So the two of you enter into a building that is designed to put candidates looking for work into positions that are positions where they are needed. The, the company is called Danger Incorporated, and you are looking to become the next dungeon boss. So you find yourself sitting in a lobby right now, in, in tiny plastic chairs, surrounded by a bunch of other monsters, fiddling, just looking pretty anxiously around. Uh, some people are giving glances to you, you see other vampires, you see some slimes kind of heaping up, have already ingested their plastic chair. There's some elevator music going on in the room, uh, really horrible fluorescent lighting, uh, and <laughs> it's a bad atmosphere. It's I, I can't say that you probably feel very comfortable. It's like the waiting room in Beetlejuice. Yeah, absolutely. And also in every dentist's office or doctor's <laughs> office or, or anything like that. I, just, I, I feel like I'd take Beetlejuice over a lot of the other ones. I would too. Probably, honestly. In terms okay. of like dental but, examinations. But what I'm hearing is I'm in a room full of living beings. Yes, you are in a room full of living beings. And we want there to continue to be living beings. I will continue to be a living being. (laughs) I feel like some of them should probably be classified as unliving, right? There there are some skeletons in here. There there are uh, a couple zombies. Mm. The occasional young vampire. So you have already got a couple undead. They get a pass. Everyone else, though. Their number's coming up. <laughs> well, well, when you say that, uh, and a, a wooden door opens, and a, uh, a, a small, uh, very pale man with some large fangs uh, kind of poking out over his lips in a button-down shirt and some slacks, uh, looks at a clipboard. Okay. Uh, he calls two names. All right. What are your guys' names? Call him Fred, probably. Fred? Yeah, it's short for something. For something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what does Fred look like? So Fred's a vampire, and um, Fred was a, a, a tired. Fred's been a vampire for a long time since since he was practically a child, and uh, he was a, a tired child vampire, and so he drank a lot of coffee, as drinking coffee does when you're young. Fred is afflicted with being really short. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Fred's a really short vampire. Um, Are we talking like four foot? Probably five feet tall. Five feet tall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, not. I don't. I don't think it's a, a, a condition of. Anything other than stunted hormones. Right. Cool. Are we sure it's not the vampirism that maybe stunted your growth when you you became an undead as a child? Oh no no it's the coffee. It's the coffee. <laughs> it's, the coffee. it's definitely right. the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. Confirmed, okay. yeah. And Fred has spent, you know, many sleepless nights thinking about why why he hasn't hit his growth spurt. And he just he just can't, you know, for the life of him just figure out just, just figure it out. Yeah, that's a good pun. I'll accept it. Okay. What is the other name that this uh this clerkish looking man what does he call Fred? Um Sparrow. Sparrow the... Sparrow the... Uh... Gur. <laughs> Sparrow the Gur. Uh, middle name the, last name Gur. 
uh, there is a, you know, like a silent E at the beginning of the the. So uh-huh. it's like, you know, not the word the. Mm-hmm. It's his name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sparrow the Gur. Okay. So so this <laughs> this uh, this figure, he's he maybe looks about twenty something years old. He looks at his clipboard and he says, "Yeah, can I get a Fred and a a Gear Sparrow Eva?" Um, I think you mean Sparrow the Gur. The uh, E is silent. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll just make I'll just make a little change right here. Thank he, you. Uh, he makes Thank a little you. scribble on his Thank you. And from now on, only refer to me by my full name, please. Yes, Sparrow the Gur. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just come on. Back. Um. Uh, uh. Do you do you mean me? Is there like another? Fr- I think I forgot to like put my last name. It. My last name is is Malins. Is it is. Yeah. Is there another Fred? Am I the only Fred? Um, is it me that you're? Around. He looks around. Is is there? I, so I'm actually like old enough to do that. I know I'm kind of short, but I am. I'm old enough to be here. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think that was brought into question. We don't really have like an age limit. Um, I just I just wanted to I just wanted to say that. In fact, we actually encourage young candidates. The the more youth that we can get into the community, I I believe is better, but. We'll figure out whether or not you're up to stuff or not. Um, but is this me, the Fred? Yeah, just one second. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other Fred in the lobby? There's a, a massive orc who just kind of like refers as a goober to a druk, and uh, the the gentleman says, "Uh, yeah, uh, I'm just gonna take this this young kid here, and then I'll be back." Not even like a kid. I'm actually kind of like an adult. Like a like I'm. I'm 22. You had me fooled. I just. I. Why don't Why don't the two of you come on back? Yeah. Uh, right. Right this way through this door. Uh, and he takes you through the door, and you pass by rows and rows of cubicles uh, of just various types of figures. All monsters are working in here. You see a couple humans. All of them are monsters. Uh, but you also see a lot of beholders uh, in these cubicles. Beholders for uh, people who do not, who for people who are not familiar, are a circular body monster with like hundreds of tent- tentacles that uh, come off in it and eye stalks, and every single one of those tentacles has its own computer, and so they are just like furiously typing away uh, on a hundred different tasks all at the same time. Beholders are they don't even give you a glance as you. And they have so many opportunities they, too. And they have so many opportunities. I almost think it's rude that they didn't look yeah. at us as we walked past. At least like one eye stalk, yeah. really. You are led into a conference room that has one really long table, a bunch of windows. Uh, you have glass panes and windows on one side, glass panes on the other. Um, the back wall is just looks like a thrown up drywall, and on the other side of the wall, there is a circular porthole that kind of. It looks rough hewn, maybe maybe carved out of stone hmm. or something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And the the vampire lad, we'll name let's say his name is Stephen. Okay. Stephen uh, just wishes for you guys to take a seat, uh, and he kind of sits down. This looks very routine to him. He doesn't really seem to be too invested in you personally, and he doesn't necessarily seem to be too uh, impressed by you personally. Uh, so he, huh. sit, he sits down in one of the chairs. There are like twenty chairs circling this long car- 
this table. And he says, uh, yeah, why don't you guys just take a seat and we can kind of, you know, talk over the particulars before you get into, you know, the actual kind of, you know, testing uh, to see where your uh, aptitude lies. I have a couple waivers for you guys. It's just regular stuff. And if you make it through, then we'll get you in a job somewhere. How does that sound? Is this a team effort? Yeah, I, I, this is a team effort, and I'm so glad that you bring that up because uh, what's important to us here at Danger Incorporated is the strong teamwork that our, our candidates and people who come from our company uh, have in teams and places they're beyond. Uh, it looks like the two of you have applied for leadership, leadership positions, so uh, I, I do think that a team effort is uh, a, a great quality to see in, in, in the two of you working together. So I, I hear you. I, I, I'm listening. I just, um, this table is kind of high. Like, I know it's like monsters, and monsters are generally yeah. big. Do you, a, do you have, like, little, a booster seat? It's actually a, a level, under, like, a little lever. Um, uh-huh. You just kind of, like, jump up a little bit and squeeze uh, it. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, there there I go. All right. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Okay, that's better. Um. Teamwork, yeah. It's nice to be able to see your face. That's that's a great that's a great thing. Oh, I, I don't think my chair's high enough either. Uh, <laughs> I need to kind of go to the max, so I continue to tower above Fred, just casually. Right. Yeah, just casually, as as he goes up, I uh-huh. I just slowly, not even in jerky moments, just casually rise up with the chair to the maximum height, to uh-huh. where my knees are above the table. <laughs> You're perched. Nice. Fred is used to people towering, so. Uh, Stephen is now kind of like like just l- you guys are looming over him. Uh-huh. Uh Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, so did did you guys have any questions or? I, I have these pins here. Um, if you can reach them from all the way up there, uh, just go ahead and sign these for me. Uh, just, you know, just general, you know, no liability on us for anything that happens in you and the testing rooms and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's very... Um, wait, wait a minute. You say testing rooms and no liability. What are these testing rooms? Oh, it's really nothing like policy of constant supervision in all the rooms. But, you know, regardless of what happens, uh, I can't get involved. Um, and so the possibilities are endless whenever you cater to a crowd like we do. Uh, so this is really just to kind of cover our asses. It's really nothing that big of a deal. There is a line in here, underlined and bolded, and much larger than some of the others, that said there is no liability on your company. Um, and if I am um, Vord? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, is, what does that mean? So, so anything uh, boring, if you get, you know, dismembered in any sort of way, if you, if you happen to grow Sorry. in many sizes, if, you know, something happens to your body, you get magically inflated, none of that, none of that is, um, we, we cannot take any responsibility for those happenings. Fred, what I hear is there is a chance you could come out of here with uh-huh. a few extra inches. Oh, that's what that man just said to you. That so, um, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, I used to drink a lot of coffee as a kid. Um, it kind of messed up my eyesight. Uh, I can't read this. Oh, it's okay. Just go ahead and sign it. Could you like speak it like line for line for me? Um, you know, we're actually kind of running a little bit behind schedule, so uh, you know, really just just kind of sign it. Um, 
Fred has a point, though. I was advised by my lawyer that I should never sign anything without fully understanding the kind of details or situations I could be getting myself enwrapped in. Yeah, uh, okay, so what you see here, um, we'll start at the top line. I underlined this is where you would put your name. Mm -hmm. uh, hereby declare mm -hmm. that if anything happens to me, anything including boring inflation, uh, size and growth uh, of various limbs, ligaments. <laughs> uh, list something that's not a Limbs? Not a, uh, ligaments? A growth of uh, head sizes, individual... Head sizes? Entire body. Uh, none of that are things that we can be held responsible for. Um, that's really just kind of what it says. That's, that's kind of the, the body of it. Um, so what I'm gathering here is this entire contract, the entire contract, nothing else, it only mentions the possibilities of becoming inflated and or being bored. Well, There's no other risk to us in these rooms. It is a waiver. This is, these are kind of, you see, you see the word, et cetera, at the end of this. <laughs> is that legally binding? It's just like six pages of the word, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> My lord, you didn't tell me about this. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so just, just go ahead and sign it just so I can get like the next group of people, you know, in. Uh, sure, yeah, could you, uh, could you toss me a pin? Yeah. Like throw it up here? Yep. Oh, I missed. I missed. That was my fault. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, I have another. <laughs> oh, nine. All right. Um, I bet. I, you slapped it out of hand. Um, I'd yeah. prefer if you didn't do that so we can, you know, uh, all right. What if I gave you the pin first? Okay. All right. So go ahead and sign yours. All right. And I'll take, uh, yeah, now, throw now me a pin one. too. Okay. Uh -huh. And I'm going to give you, no, I'm going to give you the other one. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 I'll just, let me just lower my, my, yeah, that would be okay. Great. Yeah. Thank let me just, so uh, I think it's stuck. You know what? I'm just going to walk over there and hand it to you. I'm going to climb on the table. You're going to climb up the chair and into my lap. And he does. <laughs> and, and, and he, he does. does. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. Okay, so if you could just sign right here. Okay, right, right Your here. breath smells like garlic, weirdly. Oh, um. <laughs> um so, so we sign, uh, I sign right here? Yeah. And then any, anywhere else? Okay, right, just right there just on right that there. line. And then put your name at the top. I've signed mine as well. All right. Stephen takes the papers and puts them in the back of his clipboard. Uh, gestures over to the the kind of portfolio and the wall and says, "All right, I'm really glad that we got that taken care of. Right this way, and we'll begin the kind of aptitude testing, and we'll get you sorted out." <laughs> that sounds lovely, Stephen. F Fred tries to kind of slide out of his chair, and and just falls. <laughs> So you go into the first room, you pass through the porthole, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it kind of opens up into a medium-sized room, uh, and it's, it's very dark in here, it looks very natural texture, mm -hmm. uh, there are some lamps kind of put into the walls that you can see clearly, you can see easily. Directly opposite you, there is a small gate, a small iron gate, mm -hmm. that is currently closed. In front of the gate, really the only thing in the room are three pedestals. And three circles on the ceiling above the gate. And Stephen gestures says, uh, "So we're just going to do a basic kind of logic and memory test. We want to make oh sure that you know everyone who passes further, you know, has the ability to actually do the test. So this is just a very easy Simon Says type of game. Just go ahead. Once you approach the pedestals, the game will begin, and we'll just get you get you through." 
Is the is the pedestal very tall? I think they're I think they're about five foot tall. Okay, like great. Right up. <laughs> I have to like reach up yeah. to get it. Okay. All right. I approach the pedestal. Okay. Are we Fred supposed to, to climb climb these? No, they're so no. they're on the ground and they they just come up about five feet and mm. then where they stop, there's a small button. Uh, oh, okay. There is a green, a yellow, and a red button. Mm-hmm. And as you kind of inspect it a little bit closer, the lights above the door correspond. <laughs> okay. 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 As the, both of you approach, all six lights, the button and the lights on the door, flash, mm-hmm. showing their the kind of LEDs inside, mm-hmm. if you will, and you hear a little. Oh, <laughs> there's like a little goblin in the corner. On a yeah. marimba. <laughs> it's Simon. <laughs> yeah. It's Simon. <laughs> this is our aptitude tester, Simon. Anyway, nice. Fred takes out a caffeine pill from his pocket oh, oh, and oh, takes goodness. it. Okay. Uh, the the green button lights mm. up. Uh, it, it makes a little sound mm-hmm. uh, on the wall. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Fred's going to guess as to where the green button is. Okay. Kind of reach up, slam it down. You hear a little ding. Okay. Okay. All right. And then the green and the yellow button light up. One after the other. The, the green lights and stops, and then the yellow turns on for a moment with a, with a, a similar sounding thing on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I, I slap the yellow button. All right, it goes. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, you have to, um, you have to follow along in, in, in steps. In, in order. Um, so, yeah, speaking of steps, is there like a stool? I can hold you if you want. Just kind of hoist you up a little bit. That'd be Actually, great. Tony Dancer. If you would leave, Stephen, I'm feeling really pressured right now with you being here. Could you like, you ma- you're making me nervous. You're oh. like looming over me. No I can't handle that pressure right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, just let in me... fact, crouch. Okay, um, well, this is getting a little bit strange. I would prefer if you just pass through. Um, you've got about five minutes, and if you can't get through this room in five minutes, then uh, we're going to have to cancel your aptitude test. But I'll stand over here. Um, go ahead. So I think on Fred's tippy toes, I can kind of see just the bottom of the buttons. Uh-huh. So I'm going to hit green and then yellow. Green and then yellow. Okay. Okay. Uh, you hear the successful. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and if you watch as the wall lights up green and the yellow and the red uh-huh okay yeah fred's gonna go for green button yellow button red button okay sparrow's actually colorblind unfortunately <laughs> uh you yeah. after you hit the buttons in order um, all of the buttons light up and then the gate opens and comes in um Okay, um, I'm gonna <laughs> move out of this corner. Thank you, Simon, for um, for the for the music. Um, let's, let's keep Can going. you do a Simon voice? Yeah, no problem. There you go. That was good. good. I'll yeah. be I'll be here. Um, I get off at eight, so uh, let me know. Simon doesn't get to join us on this journey. I actually feel more comfortable with Simon than I do Stephen. <laughs> well, no, I have to stay in this room. I have to, you know, make the music. Stephen, I think Simon's I think you'd be better for that. Stephen, <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet Simon. Yeah, let's too. just keep going through. Okay, yeah. Um, Okay. In the room beyond, you pass through, and there are a bunch of goblins, uh, about four or five goblins, who are mm-hmm. kind of sitting in a circle mm-hmm. in the middle of the room, mm-hmm. and they are, they look to be squabbling of some sort, kind of fighting, bickering, 
things synonymous with arguing. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is a, a golden skull that is kind of being cast around, and they are um, kind of grabbing and reaching and kind of snarling at each other. Um, Stephen looks at the two of you and he says, so one of the things that a leader needs is problem management. I see four problems here, and I think I know how to manage them. I see one problem, and I already have one solution. So I feel like my <laughs> my plan might be a little more efficient than yours. Oh, right? well, I mean, I, I would hate to stand in the way of efficiency. That's right. So sit down. Uh, okay. So you, so Fred sits down. Fred sits down. Thank you. All right. I, I'm going to approach the goblin ring, and I'm just going to take the skull. They look up, and they say, no, you can't take it. Who said it first? Uh a goblin, <laughs> just a, the one who uh, had it in their lap uh, to, to begin this with, when you approached. Yeah. Uh, you reach down to grab and you, your hands touch and wrap around it and he just kind of looks up and he's like, no, no, no. I now skull bash his skull with the skull. <laughs> okay, you bring it together. Um, so I think what can happen is you just skull bash him in. Like, he's just, are you going for lethal damage, or are you going for... If he dies from it, he dies. Okay, so you just, <laughs> just like, absolutely crush, and the goblin kind of falls flat, uh, and the, the golden skull is now yours, uh, in your hand. All right, does anyone else want to speak up? I, I addressed the group, does anyone else have any complaints about my management style? Yeah, uh, we want the skull, please. Can you um, give it Who to said us? that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> One of the goblins across the, the ring. All right. Thankfully, it's a circle, so I just spin. I think you can follow along. I skull bash <laughs> his skull with the skull. Okay. Do you do that for every single person who's sitting? No, there? no. We're going to see what happens next. I'm going to – I can't obliterate all yeah. of the workforce in one go, mm. but I will if I need to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you crush it in, and the, the rest of the goblins kind of get a hint, and they're like, oh, this guy's scary, actually. Um, excuse me. Um. Mr. Furry One. Um, Who said that? Is me right here. Um, I have a question for you, actually. What? Which is your question? Can I have the skull, please? I I like your initiative, but I feel like that's direct competition to me. Um, no, I mean, we. do you see the thing is, we had it. It was in our possession when you walked All right. in. All right, hang on. Sorry. Do you see where the skull is right now? Yeah, but it used to be ours, and so we would like right. it to return to us. Please. But it's but it's mine. Wow, this seems a lot like land rights and land ownership in the United States. Uh, <laughs> can we please get what was once ours returned to us back? Uh, I think we deserve it. All right, you know what? You know, you, you, come, come to take it out yeah. of my hand. Uh, he stands <laughs> up. Stand up and take it. He stands up and, and grabs and reaches for it and grabs it. He I, says, oh, oh, I oh, choke oh, him. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my other hand slaps around his wrist. And I raise him, raise him eye level with me. And then I crush his skull. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fred is still sitting. Mm -hmm. uh, he's taking notes. Okay. He's really, uh, yeah, he's very impressed. Steven is also, like, furiously taking notes. <laughs> Where's Simon, too? I, I just killed Simon, too. <laughs> he killed Simon's family? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's likely. That's, that's <laughs> likely. All right, there are two other goblins in the room. Uh, you have the skull. Stephen chimes up and he says, whenever you feel like you've uh, successfully completed the test, we can move on. This was really just kind of a, a behavioral test. Um, it was, I 
certainly got results for one candidate. Are you saying you want my skull? No, I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, are really just here to kind of observe and take notes. This is my skull. Wait, so the, the door into the next room wasn't even locked? Uh, well, no, none of these are really locked. Um, huh. we, but if you want to, you know, get a job and hypothetically become a next dungeon boss, you need to kind of show us that we can, you know, trust on you to, to, to fill that position. To kill who needs to be killed. Wait, was that the... Do I need to kill someone? There's two left, Fred. Go for it. Steven? I, I, like, like I said, I am a neutral party here. I am strictly an observer and a note taker. Um, I, I have no control over what you do in these spaces. Uh, and I'm also not at any liability for what anyone in these rooms, uh, you know, what happens to them. So. Did they also sign waivers? Yeah, everyone signs waivers who enters into this kind of chamber system. It's just kind of the way that it works. These people, uh, they're getting paid a lot of money because they know it's a dangerous position. Interesting. See, Fred, I'm seeing two things here. <laughs> I see that you haven't killed anyone, and I see that Stephen hasn't wrote any notes for you yet. So, obviously, I killed somebody, and he wrote notes for me. So I think that's the only answer is you got to kill one of the goblins. Okay. So Fred stands up. Mm-hmm. And he closes his notebook and he puts it in his pocket. And he, and he puts his pen in his pocket. And he walks over to one of the goblins and he says, Hi, Mr. Goblin. Uh, hi. Uh, so you want that skull? Well, it it was originally... If you say another word, I'll find out where your whole family lives and kill them all. Well, I'll start with your baby child and I'll kill it toes up. Okay, well... All right, toes up. Do you hear me? We don't need to resort to that, um... I'm and then I slap him. Uh, gently. He says, oh. <laughs> it's really more of a stroke. Okay. Do you fear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me you fear me. I fear you. No, no, no. Tell me on your knees. He gets on his knees. I fear you. How's that, Stephen? He, he kind of adjusts his collar a little bit. A <laughs> <laughs> little yeah, <no>. steamy. <laughs> no, that was fine. That was, that was perfect. Oh. Did that guy just say he wanted this skull? <laughs> uh what yeah, uh did you you know what you could take you could keep it okay yeah you can keep it good yeah that's what i that's what i thought <laughs> um steven gestures over and leads you into the next room and um you you walk through sparrow the Gur, uh holding a a hefty <clears throat> golden skull uh and 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 fred malins you you walk through kind of feeling a little bit different about oh, yourself. You, you see things in a little bit of a different light now. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Did I grow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the room that you walk into is a, 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 a again, a very plain room, but this one is carpeted mm. and has tables and chairs and desks all lined up in a row, about 30 or so, maybe maybe six rows of five seats Mm -hmm. and there is a a large desk in the center or not in the center but in the center back of the room against the back wall and right next to that desk is a another door and there is a a chalkboard behind the desk Mm -hmm. that says budgeting skills (laughs) and so steven 
uh, gestures to the two. He, he, he does a lot of gesturing with his hand. It's really just one hand because the other one's yeah. holding a clipboard. And he says, yeah, so uh, that was the Goblin Bus. Yeah, so if you guys... Steven, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Simon 3. Something just kind of came over me there for a second. Yeah, so if you guys would just kind of take a seat, uh, we'll go over some, you know, business management to see if you guys, uh, you know, how strong your, your leadership qualities already are, how much, you know, uh, education we're going to have to give you once you enter into the field. So we really just want to know where you're at at the moment. Yeah, just go ahead and take a seat, and you see um, Alti over here, and he walks over to the big desk, mm -hmm. and he picks up one of the many sticks of chalk <laughs> that is mm. against the chalkboard. Mm -hmm. Fred checks the opposite door. You you walk over, and it's, it's lifts up. It's it, unlocked. It's unlocked. Yeah. Uh, Stephen says, "Wait, um, <laughs> I I understand you're you're making your uh, urgency to get through this, but uh, this is actually a very crucial part of." The aptitude test. All of our most successful candidates uh, really fly with you know amazing colors. I gotta be honest, Stephen. I think I'm crashing. I had uh, a lot of coffee. It's kind of where Ugh. just trying to get through this. But all right, I'll. Uh... Yeah, if you want to put your head down or something, uh, <laughs> you can put your head down at the desk. Uh, just make sure not to fall asleep, though. Fred puts his head down and falls asleep immediately. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, you have. My full attention, Stephen. Yeah, you have and I and I sit down at the large desk. <laughs> <laughs> you sit down right next to Stephen. He's kind of looking at you. He's standing very very close to you. Yeah. And he kind of turns awkwardly and goes, "Okay, um, yeah. So I'm just gonna take a step over here and gonna, yeah, just uh, I don't no, know. Do, do you do your thing. I just don't know if you can read it the best from this, but um, no, I, I I got you. Okay, yeah, and so. He writes on the board, um, what is the purpose of a budget? Uh, yeah, so I need you to answer this question, please. Sparrow um, takes a moment to consider the fact that he neglected to put many things on his application and also uh, might have fudged a few things on his application. <laughs> he unfortunately failed to pass primary. So he doesn't know how to read. He knows how to read, <laughs> uh, but the numbers segment really... Really just quantifying objects really just kind of blew over his head. Nice. Um, and Fred is asleep. Mm -hmm. So Fred's it's asleep. just you. So, um, you know, I, I think it has something to do with money, Stephen. I'm going to put, I'm going to put all my, all my gold skull on that. <laughs> yeah. So what is the purpose of a budget? Your answer is something to do with money. I feel like I'm at least partially right. Okay. If that's your answer, I'll just go ahead and write it down here on my, on my paper. Um, okay. And he picks up a big brush, cleans it, cleans it off, writes down in his place. What is a flexible expense? Fred wakes up for a minute. Bats! Goes back to sleep. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna side with Fred. Okay, so two answers for bats. Uh, yeah, awesome. Got that down here. Okay, takes the brush, wipes it off, writes in his place. What is disposable income? <laughs> I'm. I'm going to take a gamble here. Um, is is the gamble your answer? <laughs> Does If I say yes, to, am I right? <laughs> it is certainly a strong answer. I like that. I like strong answers. Sure, I'm, I'm going to say gamble. Well, we can move through if you want. Um, did you say we're done? Fred wakes up and he says, how did I do? Uh, you know, I great, got... great lecture. 
teach. Thanks for all the education. Ready to move on? Yeah, Sparrow is sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah, I passed. I nailed it. Goes through the door. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Stephen actually kind of lags behind you for a second, just like furiously writing. Uh, and he walks you over to the last door. Iron Gate lifts it up. Uh, there's a small, uh, almost like a, like an elevator, right? Mm. And he mm-hmm. says, okay, so this is our final um, section of the aptitude test. You guys have been doing pretty well. Um, I'm very, very encouraged by your results so far. We actually have one last test for you guys, and uh, this is actually uh, something that is mandatory, and you can't really back out of this. So we're and he turns on you. He punches some some buttons, <laughs> and you feel the doors close behind you. Good job on that bats question. I think that really scored us some points. Didn't I say bats? No, you nailed it. Don't even sweat. Keep it up, though. I like it. The doors close, and you start to lower. Mm-hmm. He says, "Yeah, so um, there's actually um, actually a boss here already, um, which is fortunate because you guys are applying for the dungeon boss position." Um, so if you can clear out this boss, then you get the job. No problem. Oh. Is it you, Steven? No, no, no. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a neutral party. I'm a, you know, I'm just an observer and a note taker. Wait, I, I don't want you to get hurt. Oh, no, I'll be okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, should be a piece of cake. Steven, this, it seems like you've been coming along here, writing our strengths and weaknesses down on that clipboard. So you could better defeat us in this final boss fight, actually. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. You know, that would actually be really clever, but no. Um, you can't take that idea, though. If you're not doing that, that's mine. I actually really don't want this job. I'm very happy with the job that I have right now. So, yeah. Just... It sounds like something a boss would say. Okay, well, we're here. And the elevator dings. Okay, Steven. And the door is open, mm-hmm. and you walk out, mm-hmm. and you are surrounded in a massive, massive cavern that's mm. just filled with gold and jewels and gemstones. And it looks like there's jewelry and um, crowns of various kinds. There are large kind of wooden chests uh, that are open and spilling with decanters of gold coins, uh, many gold skulls. And in the center of the room, kind of, uh, I don't know, 250 feet mm-hmm. away from you or something like that, there is far. a large ancient red dragon. The dragon looks up at the, the elevator game and he says, Steven says, yeah, it's going fine, Bill. Um, we got two more candidates, uh, so you kind of know the drill. Steven, I thought we were fighting you. No, I said I wasn't the boss. So I thought you were being coy. No. <laughs> I'm not the boss. <laughs> so um, if, we, if we don't beat this boss, is there still a potential that we'll get the job? Uh, It'll just be like based on how well we did... The last three rooms? Well, you know, it does say that this part is mandatory. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't beat the boss, then that kind of assumes that you're dead. But I kind of like the two of you. So if you wanted to, you know, pass this, uh, I might be able to get you uh, a dungeon minion position. I might be able to... Oh, um, Steven! Well, I, I know that my stature does not denote the kind of authority many dungeon bosses wish to pose. But Stephen, I am insulted, nay, hurt, 
that you would assume I would go for a minion position? I think I think shut your mouth. I think you're really judging him harshly based on something he had no control over. I I really think you shouldn't you shouldn't look at his physical attributes and judge him based on those, Stephen. I think maybe you should take some notes on yourself. <laughs> the the dragon kind of chimes in. Yeah, I will go back to the rest. Take that, Stephen. <laughs> is this dragon? Is Stephen telling you that you can't dance? No. Hey, dragon! If you work in our dungeon, Bill, nice to meet you, Malins. If you work in our dungeon, you can dance all you want. You can just take the stuff with you. I'll take some of your stuff. <laughs> Those golden skulls? I have one too. What did you just say? <laughs> Barrow just faces the elevator doors for a moment. <laughs> Clutching the skull. Fred's like rubbing his back. Like, the, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Fred, I'm starting to think that these people <laughs> might not value us. <laughs> yeah, so, um, are you guys going to, like, fight me or what? Because if you don't, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of angry when you think that. Steven, this is the guy they warned us about in that paper. He's the <laughs> one that's going to bore us. <laughs> this is the guy. You're the bore guy. <laughs> Will you make me taller? Yeah, there was a lot of that involved in will the you, Will line. you inflate my height? I'm, I'm like the boss here, so I can like, I'm an earthy boy, but... Oh. You're probably gonna have to die. Why Sparrow? I... Because they're necromancers. I think this guy is saying that he's not gonna help you because you're short. I'm rolling initiative. Alright, let's roll <laughs> Yeah. He wants my skull. It's mine. Okay. I I fought for it fair and square. Okay, go ahead and roll for initiative. Uh, we're just gonna go ahead and put the dragon after the two of you guys. Uh, cool. So what 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 moves would you like to make as a werebearer and a vampire? Keep in mind, I did say that the dragon's about two hundred and fifty feet away from you. Uh, I'm gonna consider all of the treasure like rough terrain, so it's gonna have to be movement. Um, so you're gonna have to like trudge through piles of, you know, endlessly falling coin. Um, I'm gonna turn into a bat. All right, you turn into a bat. That's my that's my move. Uh, I'm gonna turn into a, a bear. <laughs> okay, uh, just a full on bear, not even the hybrid form. I'm a bear. Okay, so and now I'm running through on four bear paws. The dragon isn't making any moves, so you're just gonna like keep moving up there. Uh, are you flying towards the dragon? Flying towards the dragon. Okay, the dragon is going to just kind of oh, okay. and opens up its big maw. Takes a massive uh, fire breath cone uh, that kind of just engulfs the the massive charging bear, uh, and you take ninety one points of damage. <laughs> I would like to have an opportunity <laughs> to do what? To evade? <laughs> uh, a rogue werebear? Incredible! <laughs> what I would like to I would like to roll for. It. Yeah, fuck it. Just roll, roll, roll. Oh, uh, wait, hey, there, there are mounds of gold, so like, there's gotta be some kind of shielded rut I could make, get yeah, through. Because you said, oh, that is an eleven. Nope. 
Sparrow really do be hurting. So that's a, you're at 46, no, 44. Yikes. Hit points. Right. So it's my turn. Okay, so I, I'm going to fly over the dragon's head. And when I'm right over his head, I'm going to change back into a vampire. Okay. And just start falling. Okay. On how top high, of him. How high up did? How, how long are you falling? I don't know. Thirty feet. Yeah. All right. So you're on top of an ancient red dragon's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little boy on his head now. What do you do? <laughs> okay. So am I? Am I grappling this dragon? No. no. <laughs> no it's so big. You are simply a little man. So okay. Um, I'm gonna do. Instead of a gentle slap. Oh God. Two. <laughs> Very powerful slaps uh-huh. down on Bill's head. Um, so does a nineteen hit? No. Okay. <laughs> First slap, nothing. Turned out to be gentle. <laughs> I, so I stroke the the dragon's head, and then going in for the second slap. Jesus, these rolls. So that doesn't hit either. So I stroke the dragon's head twice. Okay, Bill is very confused. What? <laughs> No, I will continue to pet you. This is not something that Ava wants to see. Just off in the distance, Sparrow's like, harness the rage! Okay, Sparrow, you are a flaming grizzly bear running through mounds of gold. What do you do? I'm going to claw. Uh, Yeah, so one of those hit, uh, and you just kind of carve through a little bit chest armor, his natural chest armor. Uh, I also really don't like this. This is very not cool. It's gonna be twenty damage. Twenty damage. Awesome. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. Well, actually, no. Isn't it? It's it's Bill's turn. I had thought so. Yeah. So I think Stephen needs a turn. Stephen is kind of just like, well, he's checking his watch. I think he pulled out a little bit of a sandwich that he hid in one of his pockets. Hmm. Started eating the sandwich. I have keen smell. I'd like to roll. Yeah. So that's going to be an eighteen. What kind of sandwich does Stephen have? He's eating a garlic sandwich. Uh, it's just like it's like it's, like it's like just ants. two pieces of garlic bread. It's yes, yeah, it's actually just it's like mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just going to town. I lose self-respect for for Stephen. Okay, you um, lose you lose self-respect. You lose a sense of self as Bill reaches down and just grabs you and just bites you in half. You are oh. no longer. Scared. I would like to roll to evade. <laughs> I, I would like <laughs> the opportunity. Sparrow is lying in two halves. One of the halves is actually a... I have resistance to piercing or immunity to piercing. So this dragon just got told what what's half? up. What? Bludgeon. I have damage immunities from bludgeoning, piercing, slashing from non-magical attacks not made with silver weapons. Okay. Well, uh, he tries to bite you, and his teeth just don't <laughs> pierce your skin and your hide. And he says, oh, this is really weird. I hate werewolves. Uh, while his mouth is around you, uh-huh. uh, just the intense heat inside of his mouth uh, gives you uh, 14 points of fire damage. Oh, boy. You're down to 20. No, you're down to 30. 30. So I'm going to call the children of the night, mm-hmm. and I'm going to magically summon a swarm of rats. So there's there's five rats. Okay. Five swarms, because it says two d four swarms of bats or rats. So you got five swarms. I've got of rats. five swarms of rats, and okay. they're arriving in in uh, three rounds. Okay, you call for backup. 
I'm going for a grapple. You go for a grapple. Uh, I believe. Yeah. So you just you just reach on top of his head and you just kind of lay down. And I cover just, his eyes. And you just cover his eyes. Uh. So is it? Who's gonna do? It? I think sparrows. Sparrows. Um, you, am I still in dragon mouth? Yeah, you are in dragon mouth. I'm going to start slashing that man's tongue up. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to attack the dragon's tongue. So the first one is 16. Okay. He still has about 500 hit points left. Yeah, so. no, we'll get through this. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, no problem. I think I can really make it. No, so it's it's Bill's turn, but I think I'm going to take another... Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, what are they called? Legendary, Legendary action. action. And I'm going to bite this fool. So it's 12 total. All right. Um, so you... <laughs> So so you attempt to bite this fool, uh-huh. and you kind of just dig your little your little fangs mm-hmm. into the top of his head, where he's mm-hmm. kind of feels like. What is this? I've never I've never felt anything like this before. Oh my god! I'm shrinking. What what's ha- what's happening? And and you are on top of this dragon as it starts to revert and shift into the size of a human being that um, looks up to you, and at the end of this transfer- transformation, uh, it is just a regular-ass bearded man, not wearing any clothes whatsoever. Are my teeth still stuck in, stuck in the top of his head? Uh, I think they're kind of just gently gnawing on top. Yeah. Just kinda, <laughs> what, what happens to Sparrow? <laughs> Sparrow, uh, you're, li- you're, you're on the ground, and you're, you're so close to death. No, I'm, just, I'm 30 hit points away, baby. I'm ready and raring to go. Okay, well, you are badly burned and um, not feeling the best. Um, has hey, combat uh, ended? Yeah. Okay. Hey, can you, like, get off of me uh, a little kid? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Bill, <clears throat> or no, Sparrow, and, is going to uh, turn back into a hybrid bear man. Okay. Uh, with skull in hand. <laughs> I wonder what he'll do. He just screams all the <laughs> way up to Bill, the human man now, and skull bashes his skull with his skull. As and so you make this swing with your big arm and just shot out of nowhere. Uh, uh, the, the hand of Bill uh, grabs your arm uh, just right, right as it is about to hit him. He says, bro, these are not the vibes, man. Yeah, um, you know, I actually think it's time for me to take some, you know, some me time. Uh, I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, yeah. Are you... You know what? I'll see you later. Spare, wait, spare. Wait, Bill, did, did we win? You know what? Does winning and losing really matter in the end? Are you leaving those skulls over there? <laughs> you turned into a nihilist, you know, so I feel like we won. I don't really need material possessions anymore. I'm... So, I'm gonna let you go for your early transgressions, just because you gave me more skulls. I'm so glad that I got to meet Bill. It's barely really... just walked <laughs> yeah. to the skulls that he passed. <laughs> yeah, Fred is leaving Bill. Yeah, so Bill Fred heard walks, enough of Bill. He, he enters into the elevator past Stephen, fist bumps him, and Stephen kind of uh, looks very alarmed as he approaches you. And he's like, "Okay, well, um, do we win? Yeah, I think technically." The both of you are now bosses of... <laughs> Sparrow's just hoarding the skulls in yeah. his arms and dropping them as he walks back towards Steven. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get the paperwork set up if you want to follow me uh, back to the, the conference room. Uh, we can, you know, like, make sure that you guys... You guys are big deals now. 
I, I hope you understand. Um, I hope you understand, but I was a big deal to begin with. I so, hope you understand that these are my skulls. <laughs> yes, sirs. Um, are we your way, boss now, Steven? You are the boss now. I'm going to have to question your further employment status after catching a whiff of the sandwich that you were sneaking earlier. We'll discuss this in my office at, an, <laughs> at a later date. Okay. We're, we're going to make some changes around here. <laughs> and, and the two of you certainly do.